Hey friend, welcome to the Alive Living Podcast. My name is Sarah Raquel Gauthier, and I'm excited for our journey together. We are all spiritual beings on a spiritual journey, but sometimes we may feel like we're stuck and not fully living. The good news is, is that Jesus came so that you could have life and life abundantly. So let's stop sleepwalking and start living alive one conversation at a time. Hey everyone, this is Sarah Gauthier, your host of the Alive Living Podcast, and uh, we're kicking things off. First podcast ever, the prologue here. We're going to talk a little bit about why Alive Living, and I have my friend Rebecca, who's going to walk us through some some questions. Hey, Rebecca. Hi, Sarah. (laughs) Are you excited? I'm very excited. Are you a little bit nervous, too? Yeah, I've never had to speak so that you know what I mean like I've never had to everything I'm saying sounds dumb but like I've never had people only hear me talk from like my voice it's always been like face to face so it's weird that it's just my voice like people can't see my face or you know what I mean yeah or her hands she's moving her hands a yeah, lot right like I'm very now. expressive yeah Rebecca's a poet um and so I think a lot of poetry and spoken word and, and yeah. speaking out loud is like has a lot to do yeah. with that the, the the visual the visual where people can actually see you so this is a, a fun experiment for both yeah. of us um anyway yeah let's get into it yeah so basically i'm going to be asking sarah a couple questions um facilitating a conversation which is kind of ironic because this is a conversation um but yeah to get a little bit about why she's doing this podcast and how she's doing this podcast. Um, so yeah. So you're a builder. Yeah, a builder. What does that mean? Yeah, that's good. Um, it's a good place to start, I think, for us today. Because um, really the, the goal of this podcast for all of you listening is to really building you up to live alive one conversation at a time. And that's really... Um, part of what I'm about and part of what I want us to walk through together. And so I think there's this question that we ask all the time. We ask people, who are you? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when we answer that question, we're thinking about like, what do I do? And so for me, that looks like a lot of things. A lot of people don't know quite how to fit me in a box because it looks like I'm an attorney. I'm a pastor. I'm an author. So I have all these different strands. Um, And I like to think not so much about like the things that I'm I'm doing as defining who I am but more of my being and a lot of that for me has has meant in in being a builder and um, building people building community building capacity and that's been the one I think like um, common strand and all of the interesting things that that I've uh, done in my life. So in 2008, I came to Boston from Florida uh, to go to law school at Northeastern and came to law school thinking that I was going to be a labor lawyer working for employees and defending uh, labor unions. Um, but before I moved to Boston, you know, I I told God, I said, God, listen, I want this to be about more than just coming to law school. Like, let's be on mission and and let's be intentional about, about this, this journey. And so 
Um, God gave me some really cool opportunities to serve in uh, middle school ministry at a large Latino church here in Boston. And um, it was a really fun opportunity. And then when I graduated from law school, I had this um, former supervisor. She gave me a call and she said, hey, Sarah, like we'd love to offer you a job. The only catch is that it's going to be part time. And so she said, you know, we're, we're more than happy to, to bring you in as an attorney, but you're going to have to find something else to sustain living in Boston. So I went and I talked to uh, one of the associate pastors at the church I was at and said, hey, would you guys be willing to bring me on part time? And they uh, said yes. And so I was able to have this like Miley Cyrus best of both worlds kind of thing where I was able to practice as an attorney working with small business owners and entrepreneurs throughout the city while simultaneously working as a youth pastor serving um, middle schoolers and high schoolers in the city as well and so that was a really cool experience and did that for five years um, and had this moment where I just felt the spirit ask me like and God just asked me like listen Sarah you got to choose one of these paths and um, you're not going to be able to do both forever like it's been fun to do both for a little while but you're not going to be able to do both forever and so found myself in um, this position where I realized that I I could easily walk away from being an attorney but I couldn't walk away from from full-time ministry and and this desire to go into full-time ministry and I knew that I wasn't going to be a youth pastor forever but um, I knew that ministry and, and, and being in, in full-time ministry and serving people, um, was, was a way to have the kind of impact as a builder that I wanted to have, because what I was seeing in the legal sense is, you know, there's so much systemic problems that we see in our society and there's so much systemic injustice. It's really hard to address all of the systemic injustices, but if we can work with people one-on-one and build people up and and, and really like have that one-to-one um experience with people and face-to-face experience with people that that can be a much more transformative experience. So I left lawyering, um walked into a season of it's kind of exploring with God what it was going to look like to be in ministry. Took a little jaunt uh, working for a nonprofit in the city that um, worked with first-generation low-income students who were the first in their family to go to college and was managing a team in that space. And then about a year ago, felt this this sense from God um, to la- launch out and, and plant a church. And that was something that had been in the back of my mind, but I had was fighting with God about that because that I'm not interested in that. Like it's so much easier to just be part of an institution and part of a framework that already exists than to create something out of nothing. Um, and so I think for me, this, this idea of, um, building is the thing is the common thread. And it, it really, I think speaks to, to who I, who I am and who I identify as and really how I want to show up in the world. Um, so yeah, that, that's a little bit about being a builder and, and just a little bit of, of some of the threads that have, have woven into my life over the past few years. Do you want to talk about your book? Oh yeah. And, and so, how that incorporates totally, building. Totally forgot. So I wrote a book. Um, that was part, I think that was also part of the journey. So I started the book, um, maybe a, a year after I left lawyering and, um, 
it actually, so my dad passed away shortly after I left lawyering and I sat down one day and, and just started writing. And for me, it was more of a healing process of, um, I need to step into this space where I can process the, this grief and this loss uh, of my dad. And then also just like trying to find my voice again and trying to figure out my, my purpose and trying to find wholeness again and really figuring out what it looks like to live alive post, um, the loss of my father. And so that journey, um, was a great one. Uh, and I think part of, part of building, so that, so the book is called color me yellow, finding your voice in the tension between God's promises and their fulfillment. And, um, a lot of the, the, the building that happens in that book is really, I, I started writing and I couldn't stop writing. And I thought, wow, like this is such an important tool for people. I think we live in a world where there's so much noise all the time, so many voices all the time. How do we find our voice? And I really believe that you can find your voice by finding your color. So that, that book really walks people through um, what it looks like to uncover your voice, what it looks like to strengthen your voice and refine your voice so that you can add your color to God's masterpiece. So yeah, I did that too while that, while all this was happening. Totally forgot, wrote a book. So yeah, all these different strands. But uh, again, I think like the common theme is um, this being a builder and, and wanting to be in this space where I'm supporting other people and, and helping other people grow and empowering people to grow in, in really living a life. And so do you think this podcast is another strand in the identity of being a builder? Yeah. So I, 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 one of the things that people are constantly asking me, they're like, oh, like we're so excited, you know, new church, um, which is great, Living Stones. And um, they always ask me like, do you have a, do you guys have a podcast? Because I would love to listen to you because I've got um, just so many you know, connections all, all over the place. And, and so people like can't be here in Boston, but want to listen to the podcast. And just because of the season that we're in right now, um, it doesn't, it, it's the moment doesn't feel like it's the right moment necessarily to, to start launching into a podcast where there are sermons every week and just like the structure that we're, we're in right now. Um, but I felt that, I mean, getting this question from so many people. And so I felt like, okay, um, let's, let's use the podcast as a tool to continue to help to build people up to really that you know living that alive life and coming alive in Christ and what the, what that looks like. So yeah, I think this is another um, strand and just another tool. I think that's that's what I'm what I'm really all about. It's like how can how can we give people tools? How can we put tools in people's hands so that they can actually practically walk out some of the uh, complexities of scripture, some of the complexities of what it means to walk with Jesus, to follow Jesus, to be a disciple. I think all those things, they sound good. And I think the church does a really good job at like, here's all the things and here's how they sound good. But like, how do I translate this into Wednesday morning when I'm, you know, on a commute and I'm frustrated because I'm in traffic and I'm feeling really like I got to get to work and I'm going through the motions at work and then I got to feed the kids. And then I got to like do all these things in the afternoon and evening. And so, um, yeah, I think this is just the extension of that. Yeah. So you could have done a podcast about anything. Could yeah. have had any name. Yeah. So where did the vision of alive living come from? Yeah. Um, so I think for me, I think we're all I've recognized that we're all living. Like we can all get on the same page and there's this common ground of like, Rebecca, you're living Sarah. Like I'm living listeners. We're all living. And yet there are different ways to live. There are different ways to walk out this this journey, and um, 
I, I think by characterizing our living as alive and adding that adjective at the front end, this alive living, all of a sudden it's like this, this inward thing of on the inside I'm alive and my internal posture of alive is having this outward impact of, of how I'm living. So my being is impact my impacting my doing. My being alive is impacting how I'm, how I'm doing. And so we see in scripture, Jesus tells us, he says, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come so that you'd have life and have life abundantly. And there was a moment in my life where I wasn't living alive and I was um, just going through the motions. I was in a role that I was, I shouldn't have been in. I wasn't in it much longer than I should have been. I had this like toxic brain loop, this mindset that would just like these thoughts that would just continue to replay and replay and replay longer than they should have. I was obsessed with being busy and and just like cramming my schedule with all kinds of stuff. And I remember I was in the kitchen of one of my friends and I was, I was complaining to her just like about life. And like, she looks at me (laughs) and says, Sarah, it doesn't sound like you're living the abundant life that Jesus came to offer you. And that was such a transformative moment in my life because I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm living, but I'm not living alive. I'm not living abundant. I'm not living well. Like this isn't this isn't the life that Jesus came to offer me. And in a way, I had allowed my life to be to be stolen from me based on just like going through the motions and thinking, oh, this is what it is. Like, this is how it's going to be. Nothing ever changes. This is life. Um, And. I think many of us, we live in that space of like, oh, it is what it is. This is how life is going to be. I always am going to be busy. I always am going to feel rushed. I always am going to be in this role that I hate, that I don't want to be in. And yet I'm, I'm still in this space. And so like, um, when she said that to me, like Sarah, it, it seems like you're not living the abundant life that Jesus came to offer you. I was just like awakened in that moment. It was like such a, such a confronting. It's why it's so important to have friends and have friends that can confront you. Cause it was like such a confronting moment of her, um, just like slapping me in the face and like, okay, like, yeah, I want to live alive. But before I could live alive, I had to step into alive living. Alive had to be part of my being so that it could be my doing, you know? And so, um, yeah, I think that's where um, just this, this idea of a live living uh, comes from and, and why I think it's so important to, to step into that space. And for me, like I think of this idea of a live living, it's really living well in wholeness for purpose. And so that's that's what I hope that we'll we'll unpack as we as we walk through this the story of, of of this journey together. What's the difference between living alive and alive living? Yeah, so I think they are two sides of the same coin. So on the one hand, there's this alive living, which has to do with this internal place and like, how am I doing on the inside? What is my, what does my soul look like? How my thought loop? What are my emotions? Me, like it's a part of this physical piece. And then I think there's um, this external element of of okay, what's happening and how am I making decisions? What's the lens that I'm seeing things through? How am I showing up in my relationships? Um, how am I showing up in my job? How am I showing up at school? How am I showing up in all these places and spaces that I occupy? So I think there's, there's an inward posture of alive living, and then there's this outward Mm -hmm. overflow of living alive. And so, yeah, two sides of the same coin. And so 
I, I think that by thinking about it that way and reframing it that way, at least for me, it's been helpful in, in thinking about, okay, I gotta, I gotta make sure internally in my, my internal world, my inner world can be alive so that my, my external world can also be alive. Mm. You use this language of purpose and wholeness. I was just wondering how that tied into living alive or live living. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, are we're all on this 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 journey right and this we're, we're existing in this story and we find ourselves in these positions sometimes where we don't feel whole mm. we feel less than whole um i think all of us can acknowledge on some level uh we fall short and we stumble and we're not living up to even our own standards of ourselves we're not living up to certain standards and and we we it's kind of like in the verse where it says that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Those, all of those words, steal, kill, and destroy, have to do with being cut off or being separated mm. or being like divided against yourself, right? And so there's this, there's this idea that what Jesus comes to offer us is wholeness. Mm. And actually, so when the Bible speaks of wholeness, it often uses the word peace, shalom. And when Jesus comes into our context, like this new reality of the kingdom of God and walking with Jesus looks like shalom, looks like wholeness. And so I think that um, we got to step into that wholeness. We got to we got to live in that reality of wholeness. And how does Jesus help us along that journey? So there's a wholeness piece. And I think the wholeness piece also ties to this purpose piece. And we're all always wondering, like, what's my purpose and what, who am I? What's my calling? And like this, 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 this constant question that we're, we're always having. And I think as we find peace, as we find wholeness, as we experience shalom and this blessed life that Jesus calls us into, then all of a sudden we can begin to walk in, in purpose. And we'll talk a little bit more about how I think Jesus wants us to understand purpose in, in some later episodes. But, um, yeah, I think that there's, there's a connection there between my wholeness and then this overflow of, of my purpose and what do I do with the wholeness and how do I not only the wholeness is not just about me. Like Jesus didn't come to just like offer a salvation for us. Like Jesus welcomes us to call that out of other people and to be these portals of life and light in other people's lives as well. So I think that there, that ties into purpose and um, mission and meaning and just greater things. Yeah. So how is this podcast going to work? Like what can we expect on a week to week or monthly <laughs> basis? Yeah. So um, the way that we're going to try it out for, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll love feedback and um, just hear from you all on, on how this is working for you. But I think three different strands or three different mediums that we're going to play with. One, conversations. So kind of how, well, this is more of an interview, but conversations with some some folks that I love and people who I, I think are brilliant and have awesome things to share on the mm-hmm. topic. So some conversations. Um, we'll do some some conversations, just me solo, um, but sharing a little bit about questions that I'm wrestling with or just stories or things that are happening um, that I think would be helpful for people to hear about. And then um, I always, so 
my sermon notes, there's, I, I use probably like two of them and there are 10 of them. So there's always like this leftover mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff. Um, and a friend of mine was like, you know, you should put that in a book or you should put it in a blog or you should put it in something. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to use some, some sermon style stuff. So yeah. you'll, so you'll get the sermons. Those of you who have been longing for living stones to have a podcast so that you could hear my sermons, you'll get some of the sermons, you'll get some, some just like casual conversations with SG and then you'll get some conversations with me and some of my really good friends and things we're thinking about. Yeah. And so that's going to be organized into, this is the prologue. Yeah. And then every episode is a chapter. Yeah. Why did you choose that format? Yeah. So, um, as Rebecca reminded me, I'm an author. (laughs) Um, I, that's the one part of, of just my constellation of, of opportunities that God has given me and giftings that I always forget. I don't know why I don't, I'm still working on it. It's the newest one, maybe. Um, but anyway, so as an author and, and as somebody who is uh, a preacher, pastor, communicator, like storytelling is such a big part of my life. And I think we're all on this journey of a story, right? Like we read scripture, we read the Bible, and it's one beautiful story woven together. It's this beautiful love story between God and his people. And I think like... Um, I just want to invite us into this story, into God's story, and how does our story fit in with God's story, and what is the narrative, and um, so I, I think that there's this this beautiful thing that you can do with a book where it feels like you're just progressing through a story, mm-hmm. and and that's what I hope for us, that we would be together progressing through this story, one conversation, one chapter at a time. Yeah, and as we come to a close, I just kind of want to bring it back to being a builder, um, and I know we've talked about how you divide that into four parts so I was wondering if you could just talk a little bit about that yeah um so and I think about what it means to be a builder for me and what that how that practically looks and and how you know listeners and and folks can can expect to receive that one is it has to do with edification and so there's this teaching component and, and, and learning component um, that I think goes into it. So edification is one and edifying people. And, and I hope that you're going to get um, some good revelation from our conversations. Two is about encouraging. And I think one of the things that I personally love to do is, is encourage people along the journey. I think walking with Jesus is really challenging. I think being a Christian and trying to follow Christ in this particular culture moment is really challenging. And so like encouraging you all to to like walk out this faith journey and and doing it together three uh i think has to do with equipping i think as i mentioned earlier i want to put tools in your hand and i want to give you tools and practical things that you can do um as you walk through your week and and how can i translate some of these like more heady concepts and more intellectual concepts into like what does this practically mean so some equipping um that we'll do and then uh, just empowering and and empowering folks to really walk out this journey and and really what are the calls to action how do we put this stuff um into play so yeah when i talk about building building you up and i want to build you up to live alive one conversation at a time it has to do with edifying encouraging equipping and empowering and so that that's what i hope that you will take away and you'll be able to have um as as we walk through this story together All right. Well, uh, Rebecca's looking at me like, are we done? Have we, have we done everything? Yeah, I think this is a good prologue. This gets you started. Um, and I, I'm excited to just join the journey with you and, and to really do this together. And um, 
Yeah, I think, you know, we, we live in a world where it can be so easy to get stuck in this kind of hamster wheel. It can be so easy to get stuck in this place where um, our lives are stolen from us. Our lives are just massacred in pieces and we are so compartmentalized that we, there's no sense of, of wholeness and uniformity. And um, we can be cut off from the life source, but Jesus came so that we could have life and life abundantly. And, and I believe that, and I want us to believe that, and I want us to go on that journey together. And so, yeah, excited. You'll be hearing from Rebecca again later on in, in the podcast. Uh, she always blows my mind. A lot of good, good content and things to say. So, um, yeah, friends, this was fun and uh, excited to just experiment and, and see where the journey leaves us. Talk soon. How can, wait, how can people connect with you? Oh, I'm going to have that in the, oh, like, okay. end. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to have that little spiel in the end. Maybe yeah. I should do it as a part. I don't know. Thank you for having me. Oh, she's still talking. Yeah. I'm not going to patch that in. What do you mean? I'm not going to. I don't know. <laughs> These are the outtakes. These are the bloopers. I'm just saying thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm excited about this podcast because yeah. I, I listen to you talk a lot. <laughs> And I enjoy every second of it. And I think there are a lot of outtakes, bloopers, um, spiels that I have insight to just because I get you and on, on an everyday basis. Yeah. But I'm excited for other people to be able to hear your epiphanies and just your insights about the Bible, life, and everything Movies. in between. Yeah, everything in between. <laughs> Music. Yeah. We talk about all kinds of things. It's yeah. great. It's going to be great. So I think this is going to be very helpful for people yeah. Um, yeah. in every aspect of their life, like you just said. Yeah. Because you're able to tie the Bible, Jesus, into everything <laughs> and really connect it and make yeah. it cohesive and not something that's compartmentalized. Yeah. So that's where the wholeness piece comes in. Yeah. And so good. I hope this adds to people's wholeness it's and good. brings people into that. Cool. Yeah. Love you. All right. Let's do this. Bye, guys. Hey, friend. Thanks for walking with me on the journey today. Before you go, I want to invite you to do three easy things so that we can continue to walk together. First, subscribe to the podcast. Second, share the podcast with a friend. And third, head on over to my website, sarahrgotier.com where you can download your free field guide with a practical exercise that will support you towards a live living. Let's continue building one another up to live alive one conversation at a time.